0: gxp podcast chatting with the coolest people from across the midwest who do some awesome things we've been at this a minute <laughs> and
1: that's the podcast thanks for coming out Amazing see you next listening. year yeah we love it now here's your host brian lee
0: You feel I'm number Baby I'll
1: be out there somewhere I could've showed you all the scars at the start. But Ooh, I was like this. Guy. the most yeah. difficult part,
0: he raps too, he See, does. See how I'm looking how your soul's a mix of chaos and art And how you never try to keep them apart Yes. <laughs> I wrote some words and then I stared at the beef. you coward when I needed to You're speak. like
1: he's kind of like Ed Sheeran, but I guess
0: love took on a different kind of meaning from me. So when I go just know Yes,
1: white boys. Yeah. Yes.
0: To all the stars. You're listening
1: to uh Dermot Kennedy.
0: that girl so cold.
1: My guest today me is Adam Hodges. Just leave me did I say that correctly? Did, yeah. I did. Yeah. Don't tell me this oh yeah i like
0: this guy yeah super talented man uh i saw him uh somebody posted it on their instagram story and i was like who is this guy he looks kind of suspect i didn't hear the music play at first and i i went to check it out and i was like wow this guy's like
1: it's really good i like him kind of a breath of fresh air man thank you for turning me on to him yeah not just turning me on (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the GXP Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We're recording uh, down here from Gianna's Italian Beef in downtown Cedar Rapids here on 3rd Street and... 4th Avenue. 4th Avenue, that's right, yes. Right on the corner. We got Adam Hodges. He is our guest today. Thank you for making your time out of your busy day. Yeah, no problem, man. Uh, You're booming business. We're just closing up here. Everybody everybody in here tonight, uh, their tummies are full. Yep. they had a good experience every time I've came here I've had a wonderful experience
0: um, congratulations on the place man thank you thanks it's been a it's been a year and a half to say the least um, it's blown by but uh we just keep reinventing ourselves and uh, keep trying to keep the wind in our sails. So,
1: well, that's what you got to do here in Cedar Rapids. Yep. You know, the market is so tough, uh, is. especially with restaurants and bars. You see them come and go. But you, you did something that we've been needing for a minute here. You know? Yeah. I, I like mean, we'll talk it. about your restaurant first, and then we'll talk about uh, everything else you have going on in your life, man. I mean, sure. you're a pretty eccentric dude, <laughs> and I really appreciate your time to yeah. uh, hang out with and us Mike... down here and and turn your freaking restaurant into a podcast.
0: My studio. pleasure, man. This it is sounds awesome. like an echo chamber.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's no baffling in here. That's the best part. That's what I wanted to do down here. Yeah, you can tell them to turn on the music. I think yeah. he turned it off, didn't he?
0: I it. I think I hear in the it background. On? Is it? Yeah.
1: On? Okay. All right. Yeah. That's that's the best part. Good <laughs> mics, right? You know. Yeah. <laughs> So, congratulations on Gianna's Italian beef. Uh, where was that inspiration from, man?
0: Man, uh, to be honest, the thought of a restaurant um, five, six years ago, I would have laughed and told you I'd never do it. I grew up in the restaurant business, yeah. so I know how much of a burden that is. How how you basically become married to it, you know, percent. Yeah. Especially if, uh, if you want it to be successful, you got to put in the the sweat equity. You can't just set up shop and expect people that care about it
1: i'm over here in a greenie like i've worked in a restaurant before i haven't
0: you know i I think people understand most people get it there are still some that come in they just have no clue you know what it takes to make make yeah Yeah. and and that's okay it's it's fair most people just come they want to eat and have a good time and and good experience and that's our job but yeah uh, yeah uh five six years ago i would have told you no way i'll never do it but um a lot of people don't know uh gianna was my oldest daughter uh, she passed away in 2012. Oh my gosh! Um, her name was Gianna, and uh, I'm so uh, sorry, man. I had no idea. Oh, uh, thanks. It, it's and again, it's you know, it's out there, but it's not. You'd have to look for it, um, or know the story, uh, you know, prior to. But, uh, um, yeah, Gianna. She was born in Chicago. Uh, I, I'm a Cedar Rapids kid initially, you know, sure. born and raised. And um, uh, I uh, joined the Marine Corps back in uh, 2002, you know traveled the world yeah did my thing and i thank kinda, you for your service oh well i always tell people i know what i signed up for but well, yeah but, still, but thanks you, you know it, it made awesome. a man out of me to, to say the least um it, where i needed it to i sure. i thought i was gonna be all kinds of other things and i'm glad i i didn't go that route but uh well that's so, awesome yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah i met uh, gianna's mom in chicago kind of fell in love with uh this type of food, you know, in this type of yeah. atmosphere. And, and and her, too, it was kind of a favorite pastime, uh, you know, her and I. And, um, uh, you know, who doesn't love, you know.
1: So did you go to, like, Portillo's?
0: Yeah, or, I mean, or, honestly, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a hole-in-the-wall kind of guy. Like, I'll look for the... You know the yeah. the good spots because usually they're they don't always look as pretty as Portillo's. Um, I love Portillo's. Yes, they're they're a uh, you know definitely the number one. I'd it's say. A staple. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For sure, and they've been around for so long. And you know Dick Portillo and the the whole hot dog stand that yep. story. It's 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 its own thing and it's awesome. And it definitely paved the way for a guy like me. Sure. You know? Um, my favorites are like Johnny's. Uh, yeah. In Elmwood Park, I I lived. I could almost throw a football from my from where I lived in Elmwood Park to Johnny's, and I'd just be Super there jealous. a lot. Yeah. Super <laughs> They're Italian ice, and, I mean, it's just simple. Yeah. A, a place like that to, you know, you go to uh, Mr. Beef was another, yeah. probably one of my yep. favorites. I remember and, it, yeah, I um, yeah. I used to do Jane Harvey. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. you
1: know, I used to go to those places yeah, too. Yeah, 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 exactly. for sure.
0: Um, but, to, yeah, anyway, I just, after she passed, uh, I kind of had this crazy notion, like, oh, you know, how cool would it be to, you know, open up a, an Italian beef restaurant in her honor. Yeah. You know, I designed this like cheesy logo years ago with like a pepper on the eye and, you know, like on, on like, uh, Microsoft paint, you know, sure. it was like so basic and what it's evolved and what it's become today was like never in the plan. It just, it kind of happened. And, um, uh, divine intervention.
1: Yeah. Is what, is, yeah, I'm going to chalk it up to that. Well, you know,
0: it, and, and honestly, with, with all seriousness, um, A lot of things pointed to even this location. Um, I kid you not, where we're sitting is is pretty close to where I sat in a cubicle 20 years ago when this building was MCI WorldCom. Yeah, I
1: remember that. Yeah. yeah.
0: So like I've I've been in this building. I've spent years in this building before it even became Gianna's. And uh, you know uh, the fact that she was my daughter, and you know I was able to put her name on this on this business and open it up here in, in my hometown and a way to honor her. It's been healing for me, you know, wow. just just to hear people say her name. Uh, her favorite color was purple. So like the booth yeah. here behind us, you know, that's kind of her booth. I did see that. It's got yeah. the purple cushions yeah. and the light. And okay. A lot of people, they don't get it. And that's fine. I My hope is that people come in and they say, oh man, the purple booth is ours. Like that's our booth, you know, when they come in as yeah. a family. And I think people are. And that's just a special. To and they me. don't know the story. I don't think they do, and that's okay. You yeah. know, like, um, but that was the idea. That's that was the inspiration. That's why I had
1: but, no idea about any of this. Walking into this today. Oh man. Oh my well, god. Like I got a lump <laughs> in my throat because I'm a, I'm a father and I have a 12 year old. And yeah. I'm just like, man, I cannot imagine what you went through. And oh man, man, my heart goes out to you. Thanks, man. And uh, you know, but what a cool way. To
0: Memorialize yeah. her life and, 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 I, and let it keep going. Yeah, you know, and that's the point. Like, I, you know, um, push you just a little oh, yeah, sure. I, uh, you, you know, I don't want to not that I need this to not forget about her, but you know, how cool it is, how cool is it that people just come here and they're saying her name or they're telling a friend because they just ate yeah. here today and they. They they go home and they're like, oh my gosh, I ate at this place called Gianna's. And even if they had a bad experience, they're still saying Gianna's. Correct. You know, it's like yeah. it's it's just one of those things. I, I hope they don't, but um, yeah, it's just you know, I've heard
1: nothing but good things. That's awesome. It's got nothing Thank but you. great ratings. You guys do a hell of a job here. You make Thanks. a great product. The environment is fucking awesome. Like Thanks, this man. place is super cool to walk <laughs> into. Like, Thank you. I mean, from from the tables to the booths, um. Everything that you put into this place was in the customer's favor.
0: Yeah, it really was. Yeah. So uh, a a really good friend of mine, and and he actually ended up uh, at the kind of the tail end of all of this happening, decided to invest some money and partner up with me. Um, He was the architect. uh, Paul Desmond is his name. And uh, he's um, – not a Cedar Rapids kid uh, originally, but uh, moved out here. Worked for OPN for some time, and okay. they actually wouldn't touch this project because it just wasn't really in their budget. You sure. know, they do bigger projects. Uh, this I is kind of chump change, and not that they were being disrespectful. Just it was a, something they passed on. But okay. he saw the the meaning behind what Gianna's was, especially to me. So. Yeah um, he kind of was like, man, I'm, I'm all in, I'll do it on the side. I'll do whatever it takes. So he, you know, the, the thought process of the community and the people we're meeting on this corner in this particular area downtown, all of that went into why these booths are five feet wide and not four feet like, like normal. And, you know, the community table seats X amount of people and there's no TVs in here. And all of that was thought out. For a reason. So,
1: the warm fuzzies just keep getting warmer. (laughs) (laughs) I've loved this place, and I came down here the first week it was open because I was super excited to get real. Italian beef, yeah. Chicago-style Italian beef. You know, I've been making it at home for years, trying. Um, just can't get it right. Sure. And you definitely did with the shoestring potato <laughs> fries. I mean, the, uh, the pasta salad. I mean, and, and your paninis are amazing. You don't just do Thanks, Italian beef here. You got the sausages. And I was so excited to walk into this place, and I had to wait literally like 30 minutes. Because it in was like a one thirty on a freaking Wednesday. Oh, I, was yeah. like, I thought I was like, oh man, I'll get right in, and I was like, what the fuck? Oh my <laughs> god! Like every person in downtown Seed Rapids is over here eating on business. You yeah, know?
0: it it was overwhelming when we first opened. Um, no soft opening could have prepared us for for what was coming, but uh, certainly humbling. You know, just everybody reacting that way and That's so cool. Um, and we've I you know I wish as a restaurant owner, especially first time, I mean, of course I grew up in it, but never took on the full load of owner operator, you know. Um, and I just wish we had all this information we have now based on what we started with, you know, and go back and start over again. We would, I mean, we'd just be doing it that much better, but still like, you know, all those experiences are valuable and you just got to, you got to grow from there, and I always say reinvent yourself. And my team, I got a great team. We've Seems had, like you do. Yeah, we. I
1: mean, you got a guy that you invited on, and he's still cleaning up. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. And he, he made me food. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. No, I, uh, actually, so that's that's Adam. He's AKA Red. I told him I'd give him a shout out here on on tonight's podcast. What up, Red? So <laughs> he he's been with us since the beginning. Um. Uh. And and actually, he's the only one. Uh, from the very, very start, that's been with us. And he's, you know, to say he's the least. the only
1: one from the very start. From the
0: very start, yeah. And I mean, granted, we've been here a year and a half. Stuck it out and everything, yeah. Yeah. I mean, restaurants tend to become an open door. I'd hate to, uh, I'd hate to be, uh, uh you know,
1: um, we just took a selfie. That's why <laughs> it made him lose his train
0: yeah, of thought. Yeah, I, I, totally lost focus. But there. I had to get that in the background and everything. Yeah, so, no, that's awesome. It's gonna be great. Um, no, I hate to be like a downer about restaurant business in general, but people know sometimes it it becomes a revolving door for yeah. for you know, I know you know, is Adam gonna be a career Gianna's guy? I don't know. I mean, we hope so. We we've talked about it, and uh, but I mean, the guy's got skills in other areas. I can't, you know, who would I be to hold him back if I didn't have more opportunity for him? But but he keeps fighting the good fight for for us. So. On top
1: of being a great guy, you're being an even greater guy to your
0: employees. <laughs> hey, you know, it's important, man. Yeah. I, I, so I like initially set out on this quest to be a business owner because I just got tired of being shit on yeah. by corporate America, man. Like I, I'm the kind of guy that I, no matter what kind of day I'm having, what. What's going on in my life? I can leave it at the door for the most part. I'm still human, you know. I I have emotions yeah, just like everybody else. But when I'm getting paid to do something, like I'm giving my 100% effort all the time. Yeah. I'm trying to find ways to save money, to save time, to to do all these things to grow in a business. Whether I'm a corporate guy or I'm a you know a small business Efficiency
1: owner. Efficiency is key. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it just I, I got tired of being underappreciated man you know and it just it's like why am i doing this for someone else and it doesn't even count no one cares right i'm a blip on this corporate radar well, i should just do it myself you know and try is it gonna suck yeah is it gonna be hard yeah am i gonna smell like french fries everywhere i go yes yes but,
1: <laughs> yes, but really but good french fries yeah you
0: know? and it's and it's for you know like i get a chance to like take a stab at work culture and ethics and how yeah. to love on people like you know, uh, we got a guy, Mike, he comes here and takes out the garbage for us almost every night. And
1: I've seen that. You know, yeah.
0: and we, we make sure he's Shout spent, out to Mike. Yeah. I get, you know, I throw him some cash when I can. And I mean, the guy's, you know, I don't know what, what's going on in his life all the time, but he comes here and we interact with him and we try to love on him. And it's important, man. You got to you know
1: he seemed like a good dude
0: yeah he's a great guy yeah i love mike
1: that you know that's the best part about being in a community down here is you get to see the people who actually are living in this community yep a hundred percent yep you know we go to our homes wherever we are and um you know but the people that are living in the streets and the apartments and you know may not have it as good as as everybody else does yeah uh they deserve you know uh you know, the respect and dignity that everybody else does. And I don't think everybody gives that to them. So that's, that's I agree. super cool, man.
0: Yeah. Thanks, man. I mean, we're all people. We all yeah. put our put our pants on one leg at a time. Yeah. You know, like, it, it, it doesn't make any sense to treat anyone else different. So.
1: No, I noticed that when I was sitting up tonight. You know, I seen him coming in, and I didn't know what he was doing. And I was like, okay. And then you talked to him, and I was like, all right. Uh, so this is something that is, you know, ongoing. And, yeah. and he knows his place, and he knows his job. And, and I talked to him a little bit, and he seems like a great guy. that. Yep that uh, is just trying to better himself. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, man. I mean, you guys got great food down here. If you love Italian beef sandwiches, uh, what are the sausages?
0: So that is a 100-year-old recipe. Um, I wish it was mine. Jesus. (laughs) We probably wouldn't be sitting at this table right now. We'd be sitting in like a penthouse somewhere. Uh, Yeah, well, uh, yeah. yeah, No, but so uh, Fontanini is the name of the sausage. It's an Italian family um, hundred year old recipe. Like I said, uh, we were lucky enough that when we first started, uh, our search for food purveyors, I didn't have to search at all. They actually came to find me and, oh, perfect. um, shout out to, to Mike Youngquist. He's our, uh, food purveyor for uh, performance. Um, granted we got all kinds of people going after our business and I respect that because, you know, great. I think they see a good thing when, when they, when they know one, but, uh, Mike came in with a ton of experience. He he worked uh, for um, the United Center um, and oh, also wow. Wrigley. And just the guy had the food program nailed down. They so got it, yeah. I mean, he knew I was going to go after Toronto for our bread. And, you know, that's also an Illinois favorite. Portillo's yep. uses Toronto. I don't think anybody else in Cedar Rapids is really using that bread. So it kind of sets us apart. It sets us up for success, really, yeah. for the real deal. Because, you know, I couldn't source a... Uh, as much as I would have wanted to, I couldn't source a bun from High V to to hold up for that, you know, Italian bee. See you, Mike. Um, but uh,
1: Mike, you got a shout out on, on here, by the way. Yeah, you're good to go. Go Cubs. <laughs> three days. Spring training starts. Oh, no so, kidding. Yeah, I heard three uh, days, Mike. Spring training for the Cubbies. Three days. <laughs>
0: spring training for the Cubs. Yep. See. I heard uh not to put a damper on the Cubbies but uh, I heard the White Sox might have their opener or season opener here at Kennick. At Kennick? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I I didn't know that at all. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I've heard. I don't know if it's uh I don't know I don't know if that's really happening. Somebody told me like, "Hey, you should try to get Gianna's in a booth space there Dude, at, so at cool. Kennick Stadium." But Yeah. That's just uh, a a rumor at this point. Don't take my word for it. I just heard somebody had told me that, but um i wish it was the that'd be
1: really cool i mean i like the white Sox. yeah just not when they're playing the cubs that's right you know and and i've been to many white Sox games and i and i love the south side and you know u.s cellular field used to be comiskey yep um and you know it's i would definitely go oh yeah you would definitely need a boot there
0: but i know we're kind of on a tangent here but my first major league experience Mm -hmm. was uh um we had uh Behind, I forgot what they're called, scout seats behind home plate. Oh, wow. Um, A really good buddy of mine, his dad was the president of uh, Cicero. So it's not like the mayor, but, you know, the the village. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I mean, this guy had season tickets, and uh, he called me one day. He's like, hey, you want to go to a Sox game? And I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, I'm thinking we're going to be in the stands. No, we walked through the... You know the we got wristbands and everything. Yeah. We walk through like VIP. You open up into this giant, you know, b- full buffet. All oh, the yeah. drinks you can have. Everything's comped. And then you walk past this little doorway, and and there's a pop, there's a guy there with a popcorn machine and handing you a game ball. And you walk out and turn the corner, and there's home plate like right oh there. Oh my god! Looking around like where are the celebrities? Like I you what? know. <laughs> It was awesome. <laughs> first ever Dude, Major League experience. So. That was your first ever? First ever. So I've been to 68 Cubs games no kidding. At, at Wrigley. Holy cow, at wow. At Wrigley, yeah. yeah. Never got well, that.
1: Never got that. But that's
0: mm-hmm. a whole other experience, though. You could sit in the cheap seats and still have an amazing time. I prefer to sit Wrigley. out in the bleachers. Yeah, yeah. And
1: that's really not cheap anymore. Um, you know, me and my kids go all the time. I've taken them to uh, three Cubs games. And two out of three, they've got freaking balls.
0: Oh, my gosh. What are the
1: odds? Jay Hay threw him one, and so did Schwarber. And wow. I'm like, it's not fucking fair. <laughs> this doesn't happen every time. Right.
0: That's when you say, here, kid, let me take care of that for you. I'm going to put it on a... I've never got an on-field ball. Oh, man. You know, I've gotten, like, uh, batting
1: practice balls and everything. Sure. That's not, that's yeah. not during
0: game time. Yep.
1: It's a different. So, and they're difference. like, oh, you know, this always happens. And I'm like, shut your mouth. <laughs> this has not happened. I'm so mad. <laughs> no, I'm so happy for him.
0: Good oh, for man. Yeah. But look at you, man. You got... You Dude, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. So if they come, you definitely need a booth.
0: Yeah, I I don't know how that works. Um, you know, I know they have they've got vendors at uh at uh, Stadium, uh, or not Knick, but uh, uh the Colonel Stadium. The Colonel Stadium. Yeah. Um, so it'd be a question I'd have to ask. It's coming up soon, but uh Yeah,
1: yeah, that that would be something to get into. That'd be that'd be awesome. Yeah. I, now, do you do Chicago Dogs here?
0: We do. So, our Vienna Beef hot dog. I didn't plaster the name Chicago on the menu because I didn't want it to come off as like this gimmicky, you know, Chicago yep. this, Chicago mm-hmm. that. Like, yes, the Chicago hot dog that like we pay homage, but we just call it the Vienna beef hot dog. We we dress it like a Chicago dog. Yeah. We have a couple different versions ourselves. Um Don't you add bacon to it? Yeah. So we've, we <laughs> dabble in a few things. Um, I'm sure all the, the true Chicagoans are like, curse you, you know, like putting bacon and cheese on a hot dog. The first time I
1: seen that, I was like, I'm not mad about that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not mad about that at (laughs) all because... Okay.
0: <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not ketchup, you know, and I know that's the ultimate, the cardinal sin in, in the uh, Chicago dog world. But uh, So we got a guy uh, in town, another local guy, local business owner, a um, couple buddies of mine, but Keone Coke, uh, him and Brent Stepanek, a few others, they did Hard Drive Elite, but they own okay. a yeah. Hard Drive m- Mixed Martial Arts over yep. here on uh, 3rd Avenue, just up by uh, okay. Um, that building right behind yep. Phelan's. Great, great people, but Keone was coming here to patronize a lot, and uh, um, he started just ordering the Chicago dog with beef and cheddar on it, and I'm like, and he'd come in and get it every time, and I'm oh, like, yum. I got to name this after you. Yeah. Like, I, you know, we have to name this, so we called it the Keone dog, and it's like our our Coney dog, basically, yeah. so we're, you know, we're, we're, we're utilizing that the toppings from the Chicago hot dog and putting the beef and cheddar and it's on our secret menu. So people come in and ask for it by name and it's cool to, you know, oh, I was on Facebook. I think. Yeah, yeah. So it's not a secret anymore. <laughs> yeah. So it was a secret, but, uh, and then we do, um, what's called the dirty dog, which we started talking about that fontanini. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> you just love to say it. Yeah. Uh, so instead of the, the steamed hot dog, the Vienna beef hot dog, we replace that with that fontanini sausage Okay, and those come off the grill Hence the name "dirty" because it, uh, it you yeah. know it makes the dog look dirty. So, um, for all you non-pork eaters, though, be weary that that the dirty dog is a pork sausage. The Vienna beef hot dog is an all-beef frank. So, sure, just be careful. Uh, you got to know what you're getting yourself into.
1: See, I made the mistake one time of getting the I don't know if it was here or if I was in Chicago with the the sausage and the beef. Yeah, and. Personally, I was like, man, that was way too much. Yeah. That yeah. was, a, uh, you know, I love the Italian beef. Dip it in the, in the soup or the, the au jus sauce or, yep. or uh, you know, whatever. The you gravy, call it. the, the Italians gravy. call it. Yep. Yeah, gravy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that is my favorite with the sweet and hot peppers on it, with yeah. the provolone cheese. Like, oh, my gosh. I try to replicate it all the time. I can't. I oh, can't. man. It's so hard. Yeah, I know. And, like, so, like, I'll do a roast in my crock pot in order to get, like, the shredded beef. And I'll use, like, a rump roast. Yeah. And then I dump in a jar of pepperoncinis with with the juice. Sure. And let it cook in that. Yeah. All freaking day.
0: I Man, I got to share my secrets with you, man, because. Well, not on not on air. I, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. But I'm like, man, I mean, it
1: makes for a dang good freaking sandwich. Sure. But it's not yours. It's not something I get from Chicago. It's yep. not an Italian beef. And, like, me and the kids love it, and everybody I've made it for them, like, man, this is so good. But it's not there. And yeah. I think a lot of it is the bread. Yeah. That's a big part. I don't. Sure. I don't have bread that can withstand that. Yep, it really can't. You,
0: you almost have to make it yourself. Yeah. Or I'll give you a. I'll give you a, a good lead. So, uh, Aldi, believe it or not, is the only grocer in Iowa that I've found that sells Toronto products. Toronto. Which is the yeah. and it's no T Toronto T U R A N O. And it's Toronto. the bread fact. It's the the, the bread factory that's okay. in Chicago. There's one. I actually used to live down the street from the one in Cicero, Illinois. Um, I'd wake up every morning and could just smell bread. <sighs> you know, it was right there on Roosevelt. And uh, um, I just knew like that was going to be the bread place yeah. we we needed to utilize. But they are the staple in Italian Toronto. beef. And, Okay. I'm sure you get to Chicago. There's several bakeries that do a phenomenal. I can find job. it. I gotta yeah. find it. Oh yeah, I'll just buy some loaves from but, you. <laughs> but you, yeah, you can always do that. But uh, uh, if we're closed and you need, you're in desperate need, go to Aldi and Aldi. they have uh, the six inch pre cut version of what we already sell. Oh, so it's the perfect. same thing. So you're gonna get the same quality. It's just you
1: no know, people talk smack about Aldi, but uh, you know they're the biggest grocery in Europe. Oh yeah. I mean they own well, they're, Trader Joe's. I, was they, just I gonna mean say, they're yeah. huge.
0: Yeah. You they're, know if
1: we didn't have Hy-Vee here. It'd be a way bigger pre- uh, presence. You know, oh, I, for sure. I
0: agree. I agree. High V has definitely <laughs> been kind of our, you know, our, our Midwest
1: our, thing. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. for
0: sure. And it's cool to see it like down in Missouri and like, you know, you yeah, kind of travel in, like, out of Iowa. States. Yeah, you're like, whoa, how's High V here? You know, you see. Uh, uh, I used
1: to go to Chicago and I say High V and people would be like, what the fuck is a High yeah. V? You know, I'm like,
0: well, it's like your Dominic's, <laughs> right? Um, Jewel.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Jewel. Yeah. I mean, you know, or, or whatever, you know, uh, yep. you go up to Wisconsin, Piggly Wiggly. Yeah cops, you know, stuff like that, you know, but uh, you go down south and everywhere else is Kroger and, you know, I mean, they're killing it. And it's funny because I worked for Hy-Vee for 13 years. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. And management for like nine of those 13 years. And, um, you know, I mean, they just, you know, they're they're doing well. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they still haven't expanded outside of the eight states that they're in. Yep. And uh, it's funny because you go anywhere else in the country and yeah, it's like what does high what does Hy- what what that even mean? Yeah, and most people are like, ugh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like just I'm like this high V. But you go to Chicago, man; those Jewel Osco's are
0: everywhere. Oh, they're yeah,
1: and they're and it's crazy inside them. They're yeah. a full grocery store. Oh,
0: it is for sure. I remember, hey.
1: Osco being kind of like a gimmicky, like Walgreens type yep. place. Yep. and uh, they all closed around here, but yeah. Dude, it's crazy.
0: Do you remember uh, uh, Econo Foods? Yeah. That was my very first job was Econo Foods. And I worked in the cafe for a little while. And uh, then I I actually got accepted to take a position where my job was no kidding to rollerblade around the store and ask people if they're finding things okay because it was to so do big. precious oh yeah it was crazy and here i am 16 year old kid just <laughs> just you know i got my inline skates on i was i you know i back in the days i used to like to skateboard and and, yeah. a, and aggressive skating you know that was kind of my my era of thing you know of things oh, to yeah. do but uh yeah man i got to incorporate that to my everyday job like man i was just you know
1: i remember going to the econo on uh where the the Tysons is now yeah. in the Northeast, 51st, 51st Street, 51st. I think. Yeah. And that damn store was so freaking big. I remember saying to my mom, "Like you could drive a car down the aisle." Oh like, yeah. They were oh, it was so massive. Big. Yeah. yeah. And that was their demise.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, they were too big for their own good. Yeah. But, well, remember the commercials? Econo Foods. Yeah. <laughs> the apple <laughs> yeah, with the apple, bite on yep. it. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta
1: find one of those. Oh,
0: that's classic, I man. Know.
1: <laughs> Anybody else listen to this uh, across the uh, the country or the world? They're like, what the fuck yeah. are they talking about? hy V Econo Foods, yeah. like
0: Sunmart. Yep, no? yep. Yeah. I, well, I said save a lot earlier. We still have one yeah. of those in town. Yeah, it's over it's there crazy.
1: by uh, uh, Chappie Fire yep. Lounge.
0: Yep, yeah. I think that's more of an East Coast. Every time shame. I drive by it, I'm like, who shops there? Yeah, I've never been. I've all never the years I've, I've been there. here in Cedar Rapids, I've no. never been there either.
1: But weird you know yeah. i mean i'll go to fairway i'll go to V. yeah i do not go to walmart
0: fuck, yeah. fuck walmart uh, it's, <laughs> it's it's say starting to, straight up yeah I, I i only go there when i'm desperate but at a, uh,
1: at all costs i avoid walmart in every direction and yeah. if it's the last place i'm like I'll go to the one of Marion. Yeah, because that's the only one I'll step foot in. This. Oh yeah, and it sucks, man, because they could have you. Know, they could have such a better reputation, but uh, we're not here to talk about fucking groceries. No, man. yeah,
0: we've de- <laughs> we've definitely yeah ventured far, far off. But it happens. We yeah. rabbit hole
1: in a lot of these. Yeah, races, that's you know? okay. That's right. I mean, this one was a pretty mild one because we're talking about groceries. It's yeah. <laughs> that's weird <laughs> sometimes, man. You know, um, how long have you been in Cedar Rapids?
0: Uh, I moved back here officially from Chicago in 2011. Okay. So I worked for uh, Airmark Uniforms um, for about five and a half yeah. years. Got a ton of like really good corporate grooming, and but that's also where I felt like the least value, you know. So sure. it, it was kind of a double-edged sword. I got a I got a ton of training and experience on. You know, how to pull levers on, you know, revenue and retention and yeah. marketing and all these things. But then at the same time, it's like, why am I, why right. am I, you know, working 70, 80 hours a week, taking Ugh. this home? You know, it's affecting my, my, yeah. my day to day. I'm bringing this, you know, home to my wife and she f- feels my frustration and all, you know, it's like, what, I might as well do this for myself if I'm right. if I'm going to go through all this. So, um, you know, the, 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 the table kind of turned at, at one point and I was able to. You know, put some money together and get this this thing off the ground, and it was again a crazy idea. You know, I think my wife was super supportive through all of this, and it took two years to get this place open. You need Um, that, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I couldn't have done it without without her help, um, and still couldn't. So so you just
1: thought, you know what? I'm going to start a restaurant here in downtown Cedar Rapids. In one of the toughest markets in the Midwest to start a restaurant for yeah. for a market this size. Yep. And uh, everybody said green light, do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I had t- so much support, obviously, from a lot of people that don't have a clue what it takes. Oh but, man. You know, sometimes you kind of need that. Um. Yeah, and it, it's uh, would I do it all over again? Absolutely. But I'd 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 probably do it a few different ways. But you know you you, you kind of get one shot to open and yep. you know the fact that we we we're we've got good reviews i i believe 100% in our product in our process you know the experience you have from from order to to tossing your 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 dirty stuff away i'm i'm confident that you know we're mm-hmm. not going anywhere mike so. was
1: bitching about the the baskets in the trash
0: <laughs> signs right here yeah, damn it they
1: yeah. can see it <laughs> They're still throwing them damn things away. You know, away.
0: yeah, it's it's that's been an ongoing problem. But you know, hey, uh, that's your biggest
1: problem, man. You're doing all
0: right. Yeah, yeah. You and, know, <laughs> well, and and I always tell you know our team. You know, it's it, it always happens, but uh, it's it just shows that we still have new people coming in here all the time. Yeah. You know, because they've never been here. They don't know. They're, you know, they're so they're so. I would hope that they're so blown away or occupied by the food they don't even realize the basket they're eating on is something they shouldn't throw away. So. You know, I try or not to take it so personal. They're so food
1: comatose that they can't read.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the signs by yeah. the by well, the trash cans. But yeah, we have a visual <laughs> and an actual written note. So, yeah. so it, yeah. if you're not a reader, we hope you're a, a visual person. Yeah, don't but, throw away the bla- the baskets. Yep. No. but if you're in a coma, it's okay. We'll we'll fish them out. Yep, no big deal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lunchtime here is crazy during the week.
0: It is even on the weekends, right? weekends are hit or miss yeah um you it know it depends on what's going on downtown it I'm does sure. for yeah. sure yeah i mean farmer's market you'd you'd expect like tons of traffic sometimes we just get passed by it's a lot of people that are just like oh what is that you know you can see them looking yeah. through the windows we opened up one morning at like 6 a.m 7 a.m when when the market opens and we offered some breakfast items and some coffee and uh i, I was trying to help out a uh, a local uh, bakery out in Ely. Uh, my mom's bakery, um, I believe is the name of it. Uh, my mom's? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, phenomenal like breakfast, you know, pecan rolls and yeah. they do a ton of good stuff. They, they do uh, the, the espresso coffee and stuff, but it's an Ely. It's like, man, I want to put you guys behind the loudspeaker I have. So right. I we started selling their, you know, their cinnamon rolls here sure. and stuff and it did okay. But I think most people come downtown on for the market, to, to to hit up all the well, tents so and the
1: stuff going on. Man. Yeah. You know, and there's so many food vendors and everything else out there. It's, it's hard to compete as a brick and mortar yep. for, for something like that. Yeah. Uh, the cool thing is, is, is that they get to see it and they'll come back at a different time.
0: Yeah. Visibility, I think is everything now yeah. market after dark, totally different story. 100%, we, yeah. we basically sold out that day and we even prepared to, 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 right. you know, to have it's a, because
1: people are drinking. Nobody's yeah. drinking at seven o'clock in the morning. That's right. Yeah. so I mean, some are yeah
0: <laughs> we need some uh, uh uh we're not here to talk about my problem <laughs> we no, need some I'm bloody not. mary uh uh booths down here in the morning and if you on had
1: a booth out there it might do something completely different like yeah. if, you know if you had you know uh stenos with uh, chafing dishes and, yep. and you know the whole catering type thing
0: yep and we've <laughs> and we've thought about that too um and it's just you know coordinating with with the city yeah. and when they put that on, they do the one cool thing that they do for businesses that are in the map or perimeter of the the farmer's market. If you want a tent, they'll give you first dibs on right outside your door. Yeah. Why? So like need pizza. I think they've taken advantage and done some, you know, breakfast pizzas and stuff and other businesses that are within the, you know, oh, within the compounds. You? Yeah. And it's just nice that they offer that, but that's cool. Um, so maybe, you know, there's always this year we'll see, See how it works I'll run out your tent with- for you. Hey, I'll throw up a couple speakers. (laughs) We, we, you you know, know? hey, that's a good idea, actually. I I DJ because people hear music. They're like, oh, what's going on down
1: there? Yeah, that's right. You want some Italian beef? (laughs) Yeah, it's
0: 10 a.m. So what? Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, and and I wouldn't be opposed. Like the breakfast was going pretty well. You know, like you slap some eggs and cheese in there with the beef, and it's amazing. Even the sausage was good. We, you know, we were offering like two or three different options that morning. It wasn't full menu, but we of course had beef. You know, you gotta have the the, gotta have the beef ready. Yeah. so but uh but yeah um lunch is definitely our wheelhouse uh we um you know we've made a ton of changes to accommodate because we want those folks that are like hey I got 15 minutes I can't stand here yeah, and, and some people, my thumbs Yeah some people Yeah
1: if they're walking 5 minutes and they have a half hour lunch yep they need the 15 minutes to eat like it's got to be there and then give them an extra time to walk. I've, I've actually avoided this place now for for a couple months between 11 a.m and 1 1 p.m sure because i'm like i'm not i'm not gonna go down there and wait yeah <laughs> you, know what I
0: mean? it, you know it's funny too because like one day uh you know we we planned since you know last week hey tuesday we were busy we had this crazy rush for no apparent reason and you know you try to plan ahead and say ah oh, we're going to have full staff yeah. and we'll make x amount of portions ready so that we're we're good to go and then it's a bust, but it's it, it's that's food business in general. You know, you can't yeah. you can't predict all the rhythms. Plus, the the weather has a huge impact on right. on our day to day. When it's when it's cold and miserable outside, People we don't, don't get a ton walk. of foot traffic. But yeah, they want. Do you guys deliver? We so we deliver through Grubhub and Uber Eats. I had this grand. I'm an Uber Eats driver. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we've got uh, actually. One of our guys does a uh, DoorDash too. He's yeah. trying to elbow me to get DoorDash in here. Why but, not? I mean, you know, it's it's a it's a good program. Um, it definitely helps businesses like 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 mine that uh, you know we're not doing delivery ourselves. Right. I had every intention to do it in the beginning, but realizing how much of a you know Expensive. Uh, orchestrated it, thing yeah. that is, I mean yeah, you can we could we could probably put a whole podcast together just talking about delivery service, you know, if you really wanted to. I'm but sure, yeah, um, so we've stepped back from that and let Doordash and Grubhub do it. but or, uh, Uber Eats and Grubhub, but we launched our online store. so, you can visit Gianna'sBeef.com and place your order, and a lot of folks, you know, l- here really close, love to do that because it goes right to our register. It prints out. You can't. We can't miss it. Right. Um, and it's got your name. You you sit right even, there to
1: pick up. It's already paid for. Yep. Credit it's card like information.
0: A, yeah. I would say it's like Panera. You mm-hmm. know, like you, nice. they got that yeah. cool little you know that wall of you know of little cubbies. You can just pick up your food when it's when when you yeah. get there, and so. People I, I've noticed people are, are catching on to that and they take advantage and you bypass the line. You know, if if, uh, if we are busy, you get that advantage. Yeah. You know, you've already paid and good to know. So yeah, trying to trying to boost that. Um that's and how I just like let people my know eleven
1: thirty Italian beef yeah. without waiting in line out the door. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a good problem for you. Literally, I've I've came here and it's been all the way back up to the door. And oh like, yeah. No. <laughs> you yep, know, it's yep. gonna be forty five minutes for even get my food. Yeah,
0: yeah, and and it's tough. We hate to you know, we never turn anybody away, of course, but right. uh you know it's it's hard. You when you're in a hurry, we get it. And uh, you know, we it's funny that when we first landed here, so many people came up to me and said, Oh, you're gonna put Jimmy John's out of business and I'm like that's not the point you no. know I, that's the last thing I want to see happen if anything we're gonna help each other because when we're busy people are gonna go over there and eat and, and vice versa for, yeah. and you know it's
1: destination and, yeah. yeah
0: so we're bringing more to this corner and 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 I would hate to see a place like that go it's completely different stuff too. it is and that's you what know. I love about it the most we're not competing we're not no. competitors we're we're compliment we're complimenting each other you know more than anything and plus jimmy
1: john's plops a shop down wherever they want they don't care about any of that you know i mean really you're not going to hurt their business no you know it's not like someone's like man i was really in the mood for an italian beef but uh you know what uh that number 14 yeah over jimmy john's is gonna hanker it (laughs) no completely different you know (laughs) yep for sure you guys got hot sandwiches they got cold yep if they start panini and shit, we breaking some legs. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah we're yeah. gonna break some legs. Yeah, we,
0: yeah, we. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're not gonna break anybody's legs.
0: No, no, that's what the mobs
1: just for. a shin kick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Ouch! That really hurt.
1: Stop panini. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So on top of being a successful restaurant um, owner, employee, business entrepreneur, you're also nipples deep into the uh, music game as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I I still dabble. I'm getting to be a, a vet. And it, it's unfortunate because I never really made it to the pros, but you know i can I'm, always make it to the pros. Yeah, I guess you're right. I, I still have a lot of good good friends that say, you know, hey man, you you still you still working with music, you still gotta you know, you still gotta try, you know. Yeah. And I and I am. It just uh it's funny, um part of the decision in going into the restaurant business was more of a sure thing than the music and uh that's also what landed me back here in cedar rapids from chicago um in 2011 i had two big music opportunities on the table um one was with uh def jam records they were gonna do a uk tour never heard of them yeah just i this, never heard of def this jam. tiny little yeah. label called yeah. def jam def records jam. <laughs> and actually it was it was the entire zamba label so you got bmg wow. uh you got uh island def jam def jam records uh There's like two or three others that I'm missing, but they all make up Zamba Label Group, and they were (laughs) pooling um, all the labels together to scout new talent, and they had a select number of artists in Chicago and L.A. and all these bigger cities, and it was a total of 40 of us, Um, and they were going to fly us out to New York. We were going to get a few days of like corporate media training, and they were going to ship us off to the U.K. for six months, and we were going to open up for our genre of music, for all the bigger shows that that Zomba had out there, right? So all these people that are touring, your Taylor Swifts and your yeah. you know, all your big names, we would be the opening acts oh, for wow. some of these shows, and it was a paid gig. It was like guaranteed three shows a month. We, I think it was fifteen hundred bucks a show. So it was a it was a paid deal, but it was an audition tour is what they were calling right. it. So I was like, I was a full time barber in Chicago, cutting hair. I was going you're to school Jack of all trades. <laughs> A <laughs> little bit of everything, man. I, you know, where wow. there's a will, there's a way. I just That's you what know. I love
1: about this podcast. You get to learn <laughs> so much about the cool people here in, in oh, and in our city.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, but yeah, I just um, I, I I put all my eggs in that basket, and it, right at the same time that this tour was kind of gaining steam, um, I had a private investor uh, from Atlanta who he owned a custom car shop down there. He catered to all the you know, um, Ludacris and T.I. Okay. and Usher and all the big Atlanta, you Outcast, know, yeah, know, rappers yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like, you know, this guy saw me do a show at the Excalibur downtown in Chicago. Um, I've been there. Huge club. Oh, yeah. I think it used to be a cathedral mm-hmm. and they converted it to That's a club. Yeah, yeah, it's massive. So uh, I did a show there. I was actually like on radio in Chicago at the time. Uh, an artist uh, by the name of Jeremiah um I know, yeah. his, his hit single birthday sex yeah. was coming out i had a song called scream um then b96 or yeah, yeah yeah we did b96 B um, mix masters yep uh yeah. pump boy lee was yeah. uh, uh the dj that that broke that record no for us. yeah so dude yeah wow. man, it so like all these things are happening and i'm like this is it this is like my music yeah. opportunity and i was still very you know unseasoned as an artist and you know like me being more of an R&B guy, like, I always got that, like, resistance from, like, people who had the, the means to take me to the next level. Sure. They're like, "Ah, oh, you don't look like what you sound like. And that was an issue. And to me, I was always like, isn't that a benefit? Like, I have this wow factor. Yeah. Like, I sound like I'm something that I don't, you know, I don't look like anything. else. year sound- was this? This was 2009 when it was okay. really.
1: I was on 107.3 out of uh, Gary, Indiana at that
0: okay. time. Okay. No and kidding. I had
1: the exact same thing happen to me. Like, I'd, I'd go to Chicago and do remotes. Yeah. And people were like, oh, you're white. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what made you think I wasn't? Right.
0: And at at the same time, yeah. what, what difference
1: does it no, make? No, I was like, on a hip-hop station. But, yeah. you know, I was like, I had the drive time from like 2 to 6 every day. Oh,
0: nice. Yeah. You yep.
1: probably played your shift. You you probably have.
0: And that was the thing. I didn't have the budget to like to to sit here and have radio really boost. Our, you know the product I was I was bringing to the table. Really? But uh, I was com- also competing with Jeremiah for that spot as the, like the Chicago kid. So he had a lot of lot of uh, support behind him, and yeah. he's he's gone where he was. But um, I I I withdrew from all my school all my classes. Um, I was out there at Triton and Rivergrove yeah. knocking out all my, you know, associate stuff, all gen my gen all ed it. stuff. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And was cutting hair full time. And I'm like, I, I'm getting ready to go on this tour. This private investor from Atlanta flew me out there, rolled the red carpet out, you know, sweet the W or rolling around in Bentley's. He's introducing me to Atlantic records, uh, you know, A&Rs and stuff. And, and I'm like, one of these are going to happen. Yeah. So I, I, I literally was preparing my mind and body to do one of these or both of these opportunities and they both fell through and uh they they didn't end up panning out the label uh zamba lost their budgeting because they had all these requirements to make before they launched whoops i keep whacking this mic Um, before they launched this tour and uh you know of course you get a a handful of rappers in this mixture of artists that they're trying to groom and audition they, you find out later that they've got you know warrants they can't get uh, they, you know they can't be, and that's no pun I'm against good <laughs> <laughs> yeah there, that's no that's nothing against any rappers because I know some a ton of rappers who got a clean you know background and yeah. you don't always yeah, need yeah. that cloud anymore to, to, to become right. you know mainstream but uh, it was hard to get everybody all their ducks in a row to get passports and all this stuff so eventually they just lost their steam and lost their funding and it never oh. happened so that fell through and then the guy in Atlanta, super cool guy. I didn't know him. It was really awkward for me because I just got kind of asked to st- all of a sudden start becoming this like superstar down in Atlanta, and I have this family in Chicago that I'm like trying to support, yep. and we couldn't find a, a, a happy medium to say, like, hey, I can do this, but I have... Responsibilities, so yeah. you got to meet me where I'm at if you if you want me to be down here playing you know superstar in Atlanta to try that had to. Had to be extremely hard, man. It was. If I was single, totally different story. If I you know no responsibilities, I w- probably would have stayed in Atlanta and took that opportunity. But uh, we couldn't find a, a you know a common a ground. Ground, yeah. And I had to back away from it. That's so, kind
1: of funny because I I was right there with you when I was in Chicago. You know, it got to a point where my kids were old enough. Uh, they're they're, start, they're still really little. Sure. And I was going to live in Chicago and still have my house here in Cedar Rapids oh, and, yeah. and go back and forth. Yeah. And my son asked me, he goes, well, what if I need you here? And Ooh. I was like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm chasing a dream when I have a family. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I don't regret one minute of it to this day. Sure. Hey, we're still young enough. You know, you, still you blow this up. You know what? You and I are going to go on the road together. Yeah, Why, not, yeah, you know? Why not, Why yeah. not? I'll be your, I'll be your DJ. Yeah. Hell
0: yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> um, no, and I'll, I'll, I'll uh, hold you to that too. Man. I'm, I'm going to hold you to it. <laughs> i stop in every week. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> My kids are out of high school. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, and it, it's funny you say you mentioned kids because, like, you know, I. I still aspire, like you know. I play locally here with our band, Young the Lion. Yeah. Um, Ryan we Phelan Jake, and
1: we had uh, Eldia. Okay, nice. Him and uh, Josh Meisner were on. Oh, together. Sweet. with Yeah, the, yeah. yeah they uh,
0: w- they just kind of reinvented themselves. Uh, good kid, or no? I'm sorry. He's 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 playing with a uh, good. Uh, Justin Goodchild. Yes. And they call themselves Good Good y- Kids. Yeah. So sorry, not Josh Meisner, but
1: we're trying to have Young the Lion on as a group here. Oh, sweet. Um, probably in April. Okay. April or May. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna do a whole feature on that as well too.
0: That's sweet, man. So we got more with Love you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, this time it could be all music, but um, or mostly music. Who knows what rabbit hole will <laughs> will jump down? It's it weird. It, it gets, probably will, especially gets, with Ryan and it, LD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I love those guys, but uh, yeah. So, you know, I've got the young the line that I'm still doing a lot of, you know, local just cover tunes, which is killing for it for having fun. Yeah, it's picking up steam. I keep telling <laughs> these guys, show, like, man. we're on our way to be. You know, we always we always say, uh, um, I mean, you got to give it up to Mike Schulte and those guys, what they've done with uh, Pork Tornadoes, yeah. and I, I, I actually lived down the street from Mike as a kid, and the guy didn't hardly play any drums he was trying to play guitar at yeah. the time and here i was banging away at drums with him in the basement and to think like years later that you know they would become who they would become yeah. and um so hats off to them man but i i always look at our our band and like the stuff that we're doing it's like guys there's no reason why you know we can't be booking shows at the paramount and 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 yeah. you know we might not sell out but uh you know those That's guys have a also
1: phenomenon though i don't know I mean, I love the pork tees, man. Yeah. I, you know, we've had Mike on and everything, but it's just like unbelievable the following they had. It kind of reminds me of like Larry and them guys when they had the party mix specialist yeah. back in the day. Yeah, you remember yeah, that? yeah. Like every place that they played was just rocking. Yep. You yep. know, yep. I should have Larry on. I forgot. About that. <laughs> All these people keep coming. Oh my God. <laughs> There's so much history together. Oh, you know? man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so there's that. And then, um, I also sing at my church, which is a block down over here at Veritas. Um, yeah. and I, I help lead worship there and it's really just, you know, it's a, it's a gift and, um, it's not something that it's like, oh, pick me, put me on stage. And, you know, it was, it was kind of a, um, it kind of evolved into me, you know, getting up there and, and helping lead worship. Yeah. Where I initially just offered my skills because I have uh, engineering skills and and do a little bit of live sound stuff and um, have some background in that. So that's kind of how I got my my feet wet with church. And then um, I've done more vocal performing with with the church than I ever have as an artist. So oh, wow. so that's cool too. So it's it's been a benefit of of both. I know. love how
1: churches are bringing that out in a lot of people. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I grew up Catholic and if you listen to the podcast with Meisner and, and LD, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, man, I wish the Catholic religion would do what a lot of these other churches are doing because I think it makes it more interesting for everybody involved and feeling more fulfilled when you go there and yeah. getting involved in the light and the video shows and the sound. You know, I mean, you got churches with line arrays and like, you know, full boards and everything. Yep. I mean, I, I look, he said, I do a little bit of uh, engineering here and there, but on your yeah. Facebook page, you're sitting in front of a huge fucking lit up board.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean this thing is massive. And I'm like, all right.
0: <laughs> just a little bit, you know. Just, just a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And it's funny. I mean, I again, you mentioned like jack of all trades. I just have always had this approach in life that like, hey, man, if, you know, granted, I might not be able to be the best at everything, but, you know, it, it's if you're coachable, if you, you can learn something and, 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 and kudos to you, if you can teach yourself to learn something too, that's even better. You, you kind of save time and and make mistakes and stuff like that and learn from it. But I've just never been afraid to like dive in, especially things I'm interested in. I, I love arts. I love music. I love food. I love, you know, and it's like all these things kind of collaborate and and, and make up culture. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, That's really kind of how I I got my start before I became confident that like, oh, shoot, I can actually sing and carry a a pretty good tune. Um, It was all that that I, you know, kind of did the the mixing and the engineering. I did some stuff at Studio Chicago for a little while. running nice. Boards there and, you know, uh, Crucial Conflict, local rap group oh, in yeah. Chicago. You know, a lot of people a lot of people listening probably don't even know who that is, but... It's because know.
1: they're smoking on hay. Yeah, that's in right. In the middle of the barn. <laughs> that's
0: right. right? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Wild Style is, like, kind of the ringleader of, yeah. of Crucial Conflict. And, I mean, that guy's had me in his house, and I've recorded for his girlfriend and, you know, recorded those guys in a that's studio huge, off Michigan man. Avenue. Yeah, just... Little stuff that I was kind of working my way and paying my paying dues in Chicago because you know here I am this white kid from Cedar Rapids it's like who the heck is this you know I can't I, relate I had to. <laughs> I had to, you know, I had to earn my keep, and uh, the what better way than to be like, hey, I know how to run Pro Tools, and and I know how to run the board. Let's record music, and I'll work for pennies on the dollar just to get my name, yeah. you know, to get my foot in the get door, a
1: producing and, credit on it or something, yeah, yeah, engineering and, credit. Yeah. And
0: granted, no, nothing huge has come of that, uh, you know, um, but however, I'm still, I have the means to record it at home. I have a studio in my basement that's, you know, kind of my my getaway, my man cave, and right. I still find time to get, get in there and get creative. Um, I'm working with a publisher uh, out in LA. Um, he owns a company called Bullets Production, okay. Um, and they have tons of records. Uh, he's got a group of songwriters that have written for you name it, uh, literally. I mean, the plaques on his in his office are just a, a scatter of, of people from Tupac to 50 Cent to uh, J-Lo. To, they, they just wow. write songs for everybody, Kanye, Jay-Z. Um, and he... He found me out of this like uh, batch of music on SoundCloud, and and was like, "Hey, you wanna you wanna do some writing for me?" And this was like almost eight years ago. Oh, jeez. Um, the guy's name is Junebug. Um, is his music name, but uh, older guy, like like late fifties. Um, but definitely been in the music game for years and years. Yeah. And this guy. We've just kind of grown to, to know each other. I've, we've never met in person, but we've done a lot of collaborative works, you know, online. You know how that works yep. now. You can, guy can do a verse on a song and ship it across the country and he can do his part and you can still make it seem like you were in the studio, studio yeah. together. And so we've done a lot of uh, collaborative works with some of his writers, some stuff I've done solo. And, you know, it's just about pitching music. And aside from me pursuing the, the artist lane years ago, I've kind of hung that up. And I, I touched on it earlier, but I'm seeing it in my kids that, like, you know, I have all all girls. Um, Gianna would be 12 if she was still alive, but my oldest now is about to be 8. Perfect pitch. This girl, like, just blows my mind. Nice. Um, but it's like I can see it in my kids, too, that, like, that's even a little bit of music I'm still doing now that they see me. They're like, it's it's starting to wear off on them. Yeah, yeah and, and it's cool to see. So... Maybe it wasn't my place to be the guy, you know. Maybe I was just kind of the influence, and and my kids are gonna flourish in the music business, or maybe I still got a crack at it. I don't know. I don't care. I just you know. that's funny you
1: say that because I kind of feel the same way. Like I've never ever pushed my career on my kids because you know I feel that they're smarter than I ever was at that age. Yeah. At their age that they're at now, and they're gonna do better. It's like you know a, a career in, in DJing or music or producing or whatever. You know, I mean. Man, your chances are are extremely slim. Yeah, and then my, lottery chances. Right, my son has been bugging me for for like the last year, Dad. I want to learn some of this stuff. You know, I just kind of brushed him off, and he was like, you know, wouldn't it be best to learn it from you than than just somebody? Yeah. And I was like, okay, but you gotta understand, like, I don't want this as a career for you. And he's like, that doesn't mean I'm gonna have a career in it, Dad. Yeah. I just want to know it. Yeah. And You're you're my dad. Yeah. And I was like, shit, man. Okay. So we started working on it. Nice.
0: <laughs> you know, that's awesome. And, yeah. And why not?
1: And, you know, and and that's awesome that you're getting your kids involved. So are they yeah. involved in the church and everything as well too? So, I
0: mean, they don't, we don't really have a kid's uh, like music ministry per se. We, we get them up on stage and do the choir every sure. once in yeah. a while. Like every, every Christmas uh, season we, yep. you know, we get the kids up on stage and they, there's a, there's a special with the kids, but um you know it's just them literally participating you know if they're not in um you know if they're if they don't go to class uh you know we have them sit with us sometimes they see me on stage sometimes we're right. just in the you know we're in the congregation you know being led by others you know for for the worship music and they see it and like you said you were talking about how you wish you know the catholic church would would incorporate some more of this. And really it's tradition is what it is. I get it. I grew up in a Greek Orthodox church. So, you know, we sung hymns and everything was in Greek. And I, you know, I, (laughs) I growing up, like that's all I knew. And that you felt, you felt like this special, you know, feeling of like, wow, this is, this is church, you know, and right. but it was tradition. It wasn't necessarily yep. church. It was just the tradition. And you it got to do it. And, and yeah. this is how it's done. Yep. And, yep. and and it wasn't until I took my wife and she like I just remember the blank stare on her face, like, what is this? Like what are we doing? Yeah. It just like literally went over her head. And I'm like, ah, okay. So that essentially brought us to more of a non-denominational the church that we go to is—they identify themselves as Southern Baptists, but you wouldn't—you wouldn't guess that coming in because it's—it's very approachable. You know, you could show up in flip flops and a tank top, and no one's going to look twice at you. Or if you did that at my old church, at, you know, at the Orthodox church, maybe even a Catholic church, everybody'd be like, "What is this guy doing?" Like, right. we call security over here because this guy going to, you know. So, um, closed toed shoes only. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Tattoos. (laughs) Right. Right. Oh, you're definitely not going to heaven. No, (laughs) but, uh, but no, just my kids, uh, you know, they see that and they, they experience that. And, and it's, it's cool to see, you know, we, we leave Sunday mornings and they're at home singing all the songs all day, or if I'm practicing through the week, you know, um, so they hear me, you know, they're doing the same stuff and I play a little guitar and piano too. and So all that exposure, I hope one day, you know, they they get to use it, whether it's just for their enjoyment or, you know, they pursue you know, either way works for me. Right. But, uh,
1: no, I think it's great that uh, the people in the community, especially the music community here in Cedar Rapids, you know, like Meisner, Shane Lunsford, yeah. um, you, uh, LD, yeah. um, you know, that they, they have a strong presence in their faith and their church. And I think that is a really neat thing that is overlooked yeah. time after time. And, and it's not something that is boisterous or or made to be like, well, this is what I do. It's like, well, we do this because we enjoy it. Yeah. And it's nothing to be like, well, you know, I'm not here for the praise of it. Yeah. I'm here because I enjoy doing this in the community and everything that fulfills you. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I think I need to get involved. Yeah. Heck yeah man. I I I you know, the more and more I'm I'm listening to your guys' stories, I'm like, okay, you know, maybe that's a void in my life that I'm missing and
0: Absolutely. I don't know. It's uh yeah, I'd encourage you, man. It's um you know, even for me, like uh I I never was on this quest to like be a godly person, you know, and I, honestly, I always had a ton of questions and there was this thing I kicked, you know, kicked around in my mind, like, you know, you guys are talking about a book that has been, like, manifested from, you know, all these different stories and people lie and they make stuff up and, like, you expect me to believe everything in this book? Like, I struggled with that for a long time. I still struggle with it. Yeah, and and, and sometimes things pop up, you know, I'm reading in, in scripture and I'm like, what? Like, you know, it just sometimes things. It's hard. It's hard, but having having uh, uh, those conversations with people who who have already kind of passed that point and and have 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 sought out you know more of that truth, I would encourage you know because I I've had to I've had to do that to find answers too because it's hard. You know, it's a, a lot of that stuff. You know, it, those things that happened aren't happening now. And right. you know, it's it, but at the same time, if if things you know if bushes were burning and seas were parting. This day and age, right now in two thousand twenty, would we would we still be acting the way we are? Would we, you know, would we be, you know, what I mean? Like a lot of it, I think, is metaphor, anyways.
1: Yeah. I you know I don't I don't you know take everything for exactly what it is. I think it's it's all just you know of how they could explain it. Sure. It is, you know I you know I grew up Catholic, so I had it crammed down my throat. Yeah. Um, that this is the way and this is the only way, which I don't agree with that anymore. Yep. I think that. There's a lot of other different beliefs, and and as long as we believe in good, being good people and and treating others the way you want to be treated, that that's that's kind of the way it was meant to be. Yeah, you know, type of thing. Yep. Crazy man, that's so crazy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey man,
0: you're you're welcome uh, at Veritas anytime, man. I, I I'm a little that. biased because you know I I yeah. I I, I uh, know a few people there and have been going actually since the beginning. Um, we started church there. Uh, on top of the chrome horse where that where it was where Bohemia is now um and that again was still hard because i literally was going from uh saint john's greek orthodox church on a avenue completely traditional been the same for a hundred years or more to now we're going to church above a bar that literally has Bud Light signs lit up while I'm listening to somebody talk about God and about the, the Bible and I'm just like
1: what in the heck Even am Jesus I doing like wine though
0: yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> you know yeah you're right but and and that's honestly the point like yeah you know um the, the Bible says we're, we're two or more are gathered you know God is present and uh, it's just cool to to see um that working in in my life I was so far away from and I'm I'm the last perfect person in the, in the world you know I still I still have my you know Everybody does man Yeah and and we all do and that's I think the first part of realizing that like you know we we're not perfect and we never will be we never can be you know but uh, um a, about the time that Gianna passed away was kind of when I realized like wow I didn't look at it as a, as a punishment but I looked at it as like Man, I'm not really like living right, you know. Like I'm, I'm pursuing all these like earthly things and like things that, you know, for what? Like what is it going to amount to? Sure, you know. And um, where I should be pursuing like, like how I love on the next person or how I interact with somebody or right. make them feel, whether it's family or not, or you know, um, because we, we're given an example, right? But most people don't. They're not worried about that. They're worried about, man, what's? How am I yeah. going to benefit? How? How am I going to see my bank account, you know, grow and, and what car I got and my status and all this? And, you know, it's just it's created this this awful spiral, you know, of, of just turmoil, man, sure. it, to where we're at. You know, we just we've missed we've missed the point, you know, and I don't know. So uh, it seems like you've taken
1: a lot of things from your experiences over, you know, your life up to this point and turn them into positive. Yeah. Which some people wouldn't do that.
0: Yeah. At all. You I know. got to man, because honestly, I've been handed a, a a complete shit deck of cards. To be honest with you, we and all
1: have at some point. Yeah, you but
0: know? but you just you know you just got to keep going, man. Yeah. I, and and the minute you stop, I think that's when you allow you know all the bad stuff to start weighing you down, yeah. and you start making dumb decisions, and 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 acting carelessly to where things really start hitting the fan. Yeah. You know, and and it's 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 just you know being resilient when. When things aren't, aren't looking good, it kind of makes – it's your character. It's who yeah. you are. It's it's what you're made of, you know. And, you know, it's easy to sit back on the couch and, you know, shove ice cream down your throat and watch all the heroes on the movie screen play out the, you know, what you wish you could do. Right. You know what I mean? But we have a chance to be that hero in our own story. Like to make just, a difference, yeah, yeah. stand up and dust yourself off. You're going to get your ass kicked. You're going to fall over. You're going to fail. You're going to be humiliated. You're, all these things are going to happen – but what do you do after? I think is the most important thing, you know. And who and what you do to people while you're doing that is right. also the most important thing. So Dude,
1: that's what I love about this podcast, man. <laughs> is, is conversations like this. Like I never expected the deepness that you come through with today. Oh man, you know. And and not that it's saying that I, you know, you're shallower. I I just didn't know you. Sure, you know. Yeah. I mean, we've been acquaintances. We've seen each other here and there in passing. Yep. You know, over the past ten years here that you've been back in town and yeah. And uh, th- this is this is why I wanted to do this because this is so awesome. You're such a great guy, oh, man. Oh, thanks
0: man. You are too.
1: Thank you, dude. Yeah. So um you know talking about your family a little bit. Yep. Um I got to spend uh, the last 3 years um is it your uncle Basil? Yeah. Yep. Um working side by side with him. Oh and no, him kiddie. and I became pretty close. Yeah. Yes. I was the wine and spirits manager there. Ah, okay. And he was the chef and we did a lot of events together. Nice. Uh, where he cooked a lot of great food for me. I helped him out with his uh, Greek uh, dinners. Yep. Um, and then it was, you know, that that guy was so awesome. Like I've sat um, up in the offices upstairs with him while he's typing up uh, labels, you know, for for uh, uh, you know a dish or, or something that he made special for the store. Sure. And I'm up there doing paperwork, and it was just him and I in the office, and we had a lot of great conversation. And I miss your uncle. I, I really do. He too. was such a great guy. He, he became my friend. Um, which I never would have expected, you know, I mean, yeah. I remember going to the Vernon Inn, you know, over the years and seeing him here and there. And I always thought he was kind of like this celebrity chef in Cedar Rapids, yeah, you know, yeah. and then I got to know him and become his friend and, uh, have really good conversations. So, you know, and your family's so great. Thanks. Man. I know a lot of your family and you guys have a great family. Thank you. And, uh, you know, I miss, I miss Basil. And then, um, what was it? Oh, every single time he's back by the chef grill up there at Mount Vernon Road. Remember, they had the chef grill that was right by the meat meat department. Oh, yeah. Where he would cook yep. all the time and sample stuff. Every time I walked by, Brian, come here, come here, you got to try this. And he would <laughs> hook me up with
0: the fattest portions. And I'm like, dude, this is so good. He's like, here, take, take some back to Nate, you know? Oh, yeah. And, uh,. Typical, typical Greek, uh, Dude, trying to feed the world, you know. God, what a great, what an impact he made on everybody, he, and he still he does. Yeah, and he, he does. Still does. Uh, my cousins um, and my aunt, uh, uh, Basil's wife, um, they put together a foundation for uh, the culinary arts, and Good. they have um, uh, uh, the scholarship uh, fund that they do every year um, that they're doing out at Kirkwood, Perfect. and they ended up sending like I don't remember how many kids. But they've sent a few kids through culinary school. That's so great! In in honor of you know of my uncle Basil and yeah. uh, we played their young lion last year for the first the first one and they're gonna make it like an annual thing. But well, if uh, there's
1: anything I can do to help that out, I am definitely down.
0: Oh man, that's great! I'll, let them I'll know.
1: donate my time. You know, we can do a podcast. You know, whatever that can help them out. Yeah, and spread the word on that um, for sure. Because that's awesome. That's it's a great that's a great deal and
0: yeah. I, well, for me and of course you know bittersweet you know i loved my uncle basil he's a huge reason why uh i had the confidence to stand up and do this and i was i wanted him so badly to see this come to fruition you know because it like it was still just sketches and drywall and framing when he was alive and my other uncle his brother uh, demetrius also passed away um uh, almost a year after he did and basil was really healthy at the time um you know, he probably wasn't in the best shape, but who is, you know, but, uh, he passed away before my uncle who yeah. had terminal cancer. Yeah. So it was really a, you know, I caught everybody tricks, off too. guard, you know, he used to come into my store. No kidding. Buy, yeah. Buy wine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> buy wine. What a surprise. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it, it, it was everything to me to kind of get their sign-off on approval of like, you know, hey, man, you know, the restaurant, you're carrying on the Hadjus, you know, yeah. uh, tradition of like food. And they both, you know, weren't here to make it. But I got to believe that they're, you know, they're 100 back in me. They're 100%, they're, they're they're, me, you know, they're 100% for here with sure. you.
1: I, I believe that, you know, a lot of your success, um, you know, I, I ultimately believe in a higher power. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I pray to my grandparents all the time. You know, give me the strength to get through this or whatever. And... You know, it's just it's that's just how I feel. But uh, to me, I feel like this is them shining through you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And not saying there's nothing that you've done, but I oh, just yeah. feel like all that energy yep. and everything that everybody's feeling every time you walk into this room is more than just you. It's your yeah. family. It's everything that's come about. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's a neat thing. A lot of people don't know that story. You yeah. Know?
0: Man. Yeah. I it's- know. <laughs> I'm Yeah, yeah, I, I know. know yeah. Man, like your hairs are standing up.
1: I uh, know. <laughs> I just want to let you know. I was, um, I, I, I knew both your uncles, but Basil yeah. and I were, were pretty tight at the store. So. That's
0: awesome. Yeah, Basil. Um, he, uh, again, special guy. I, the impact that, that he did, and and the one thing I was going to touch on is is doing the, being a part of that uh, scholarship uh, thing that they did for Basil out at Kirkwood. Um to see like what a chef can do impact wise on a community from start to finish. Like you're talking about a guy who, whose family was immigrants here to Cedar Rapids and brought a cuisine to Cedar Rapids that had never, you know, never really been capitalized on or, or even tried. And it, it flourished for 30 plus years and became a staple in this community um, to where people learn that, you know, the, the, the Greek heritage and, the food that comes with it. And uh, um, then for him to pass away, you know, after putting a few years into a place like Hy-Vee that still is a staple in in and of itself in in the Iowa community. Um, And then now his name, in honor of his name, he's sending young kids that don't even, don't even have the slightest clue what impact a chef or their culinary skills could have in a community to see that come full circle was just like, so enlightening to me. It's just like, wow. You know, like, this 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 makes like Basil's name go so much further and, and his legacy, you know, can yeah. live on. And but it's also helping a kid that doesn't have a clue what it you know, what it means. They're just like, Oh, I like to cook. I'm gonna go to Creekwood right. and learn how to cook. Well, guess what? You can do a lot more than just cook, you know if, yeah. if you want to. You know, so it was cool to see that and um and the the community that was around it, they sold out, you know, that first that first go around and I'm sure they will this time, no problem. But that's so awesome. But it's man. cool, yeah. So I miss I miss my Uncle Basil. I'm glad you, you got to know him and Yeah, he um
1: yeah, he it was just so weird because it was either yesterday or the day before on my time hop, a picture of him and I came up. Oh no kidding. And I was like it just gave me like like goosebumps yep. and shivers through and I was like, it's funny because I knew I was meeting with you here yeah. on Wednesday, and I was like, That's and I and I'm sure it's all coincidence, but yeah. I always look for something some other meaning, like yeah, like he's still watching. Yep.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome, man!
1: <laughs> Such a good dude. Man. He so. was, man. <clears throat> and uh, you're doing great things here, man.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. We're gonna keep trying. We're we're actually uh, we're trying to open up a store in Iowa City. Good. Um,
1: oh, dude, you guys are killed out there. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's my wife's looking at me like, yeah. Well, I'm never gonna see you now. But uh, I I'd like to think that um, you know from that that size of an opportunity, yeah, there'll be an upfront. You know, sacrifice sure. of time, but um, eventually, this goal of like, you know, I, I did set out to either franchise or chain Giannas because, again, Italian beef is an untapped market in Iowa. Yeah, there's th- yeah, there's Portillos in Davenport. That's Portillos. If if it if you ask me, that's just me, far
1: west Chicago. Uh, southwest Chicago. it is.
0: And Warren Buffett brought out that he bought out that franchise. My guess is. You know, he's a that whole group is they're super business savvy. They know yeah. how to really pull those levers and, and making money and being successful. They're gonna travel right through Iowa along the eighty and hit all the big cities that they can and they're gonna keep moving west and, right. and make this Portillos into as big a franchise as they can since they've since they've bought it and they own it. Because before I did they not know that. they never would franchise. I actually looked into Portillos before I did this. 5 6 years ago and and called and contacted them you either had to be a family member or a friend of the family to even buy into the franchise. Oh wow. And now they they've sold it it's a public thing. They've sold it to Warren Buffett and his group. I can't yeah. remember his uh you know his Almost his already. company label or whatever is corporate.
1: I didn't um, know that though. I didn't
0: yeah, know they sold it. They bought it all out. It's like s- several billion dollars. Oh, I'm uh, sure. Bought it out. And they're doing what they want with it. Now, will that affect their quality? I hope not, but it, I could see it doing that, you know. Because if you really want to yeah. squeeze in the restaurant business, you get there's only a few things you can sacrifice, right. you know. So I I kind of set out with the idea, like, hey, you know, at least Iowa, I know Iowa City. I know Cedar Rapids, you know, North Liberty, Cedar Falls, Waterloo, Waterloo, Des Moines. I grew up in Des Moines a little bit, too. Dubuque, yeah. yeah. There's room. There's room. Absolutely. even if there is Portillo's, there's room for Gianna's. You know, you go to Chicago, there's 11 different Italian beef spots. We're not comparing
1: apples to apples there, but, uh, (laughs) you know, I mean, because Chicago has six million people. True.
0: Yeah. The the demographic is way different, but what I'd like to see happen is we privatize the markets that we know you know, the Iowa cities, the, the North liberties, yep. the Waterloo, the, the cities that we know and that I've, I've interacted enough with to know like, Hey, we could put a successful business here on this corner. And then from there, if it, if people want to franchise into it, awesome, let's do it. But, you know, um, I, I think there's room and I think we've got a, a, a you know, a pretty Absolutely. good process here and, and a good product that we can stand up, but it's, it's, a uh, um, it's a dance right now. I've got a couple of people that uh, are inter- interested in, in teaming up and making and seeing this thing become sure. bigger yeah. than what it is right now. Granted, I'm happy with just one store in Cedar Rapids the, the rest of my life. You know, I'd just love to see this outlive me. You probably me. do fine you know? for the yeah. rest of your life. Yeah, man, you yeah. yeah. And it, it, again, it's not about like um, for me. I, like, I don't like I don't like to stop moving. You know, I like to. I, I'm definitely like a okay. Let's what's next? What's right. next? What's yeah. next? I can't sit still. But it's but it doesn't mean by any means me taking advantage or or stepping on other people to get to where I'm right. at. It's more like, hey, let's. If you notice, I, I I say a lot of we and and us, you know, and it's right. because I, I I try to involve as many people as I can because it you can't do things by yourself, no, especially you on this this scale. And anybody who thinks they can, they're crazy, right. but, you know. Um, so Iowa City, we're looking at the corner of uh. Clinton and Burlington. It's the new Edge building. Yeah, um, not a
1: very bu- busy corner at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like 44,000 cars a day, I think the DOT <laughs> census uh, told us. Yeah. Every hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably foot traffic, though. Is yeah, even, even foot more. traffic's going to be a lot more. Uh, th- and that was just the car traffic. We were doing some studies and... Uh, um, Yeah, that's the goal. Um, I'm we're trying to push for fall football season, you know, just to be that's ambitious. Open it is. I mean, it's February. We're we're a little behind, um, but the 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 team that we're trying to put together for this next location uh, definitely has the means. Um, I've got, uh, you know, I'm blessed with some key people here um, that I know can run this store. And from that point, once we get Iowa City up and running, it'll just kind of be. You know, I'll have to step back and and kind of operate on a on a bigger level. Yep. And to me, it's like, why stop there? You know, let's My, if
1: you're gonna do, if you're gonna have to step back and operate from up top instead of behind the counter, yeah, then you might as well have several more.
0: Yeah, you know. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, and honestly, in the restaurant business, that's where you that's where you really start becoming successful. Sure. But to to sacrifice quality and 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 experience. I'm going to be really cautious because I, you know. You can't. You can't
1: sacrifice any of that.
0: I don't. I really don't want to. And it, it's the hardest thing for me as a business owner, especially just this this one little store here, I always, it took me, a, a, a it took a lot for me to get away from the fact that I want to be at the guy at the register when you come in. And I also want to be the guy that makes your food. And I also want to be the guy that calls your number. And I want, you know, I want to be everywhere, right. and I can't. It's no. physically impossible. But if you empower people that believe in your product and your and and what you have going, and they you give them some skin in the game, and that's why I talk about culture, like. All of my staff, they they know what my intentions are. They know what my ex- expectations are, and I lead by example. It's not like a, you know, I'm in the office or I just come in. I pop in, you know, for an hour, and I'm like, you do this and you do that, and then I leave. No, I'm I roll up my sleeves and I'm doing dishes. You're I'm,
1: always back there to cleaning stuff.
0: toilets. I, you know, I do I do all of that stuff so I can show my team that like. You should never be above this. If I can do it, you can do it. But take take pride in it, and, right. and you see the results. Like I I am no different from you, and you know yes I I, I I have a restaurant, but that doesn't mean that you couldn't or you couldn't be the next manager or a uh, uh, operations guy for the next Gianna's V for open up your own place. You know, right. like so I'm always I'm trying to encourage people, but it I think it it it, it depends on what what we're doing as.
1: We need more people like you in the industry. Oh,
0: man. You know? It's it's really exhausting, though. (laughs) I'm sure it is.
1: I remember the first time I ever came in here, I had to wait for some pasta salad. Yeah. Because either the olives or the tomatoes weren't cut up yet. Okay. we were back there cutting them up and making this big batch. Yeah. And I waited an extra five minutes to get my cup of pasta salad (laughs) because I was like, I'm sure it's good. Yeah. I've never eaten here before. Sure. But that was you cutting it up and you're like it'll just be a couple minutes and i'm like that's fine take your time i'm like "Dude, this is the freshest pasta salad oh, yeah. i've ever had yeah. <laughs> didn't <awesome>. disappoint
0: <laughs> oh man that's good to hear yeah it's um yeah i'm i'm not above anything even even as the the business owner and um you know and i i plan to be that way I, it, it is going to be hard for me to step away as time goes on but uh you know i need to learn i need to learn that because i i have to I've got to follow through with this plan if, if that's where yeah. we're going to take this to be bigger. Um, but I've, I've got to, one thing I learned in corporate America, you're always training your replacement. So, hundred percent, you yep. know, if, and if you're not, you're never going to move up. Yep. And, uh, that's the way I feel, you know? So my, my, my main guys here that are helping me manage this store, I'm showing them little by little, like, Hey, as soon as I, as soon as I inch away to Iowa city, you're going to need to do this, this and this, and here's how you do it. And yeah. little bits at a time. And, and that comes with, you know, more responsibility comes with more reward. Yep. And and I and I, I try to separate Gianna's from some of these other local businesses. Not saying that we think we're better, but I probably take care of my people from a from a pay perspective a little bit better than other places because I don't want that revolving door here. Yeah. I want people to stay and be like and and think every day and know every day that, man, Adam cares about me, and, and they have wants- pride
1: in it. too, yeah, yeah, yes. They yeah. come
0: here. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah, they, they, when they come here, they're ready to work. If they notice something funny going on, they're 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 gonna take offense themselves because it's right. like, hey, wait a second, this is. It's you know, my place too. Yeah, I'm involved in this, and this see is, a lot of places. Yeah.
1: I don't think do that. I think they're looking to, to pay people the least amount of money and expect the most out of it, and then they There's, get upset when that 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 most doesn't come about. And it's yeah. like, well, why? Yep. Why isn't that happening? Yep. It's because they don't give a shit. They don't care. You and know.
0: It, and it is a risk. I mean, because in, in today's society, you know, and 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 with the 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 way kind of youth is is coming to the workplace they expect, you know, it's yeah. this entitlement phase and it's, it's hard. And I, I've got a, y- a lot of young kids that have been here and they, they're gone already. And I try to, I try to treat them the way that I was brought up, right. not, not from this hard ass, you know, like do this, do that perspective. It's literally roll up your sleeves and I'm going to show you how, how to way. do things. Yeah. And they're still missing it. It's kind of scary, but you know what else can you can you yeah. do so i get some of these other businesses that are just like oh screw that you're gonna make eight eight bucks an hour whatever minimum wages is 7.25 an hour and you work your way up and you know but i want i i expect everything out of you i just see you man um i uh adam signing off for the night red? folks Yep, red is red is uh, he's out of here thanks red <laughs> um but yeah it's uh uh and the ones that the, honestly, the ones that have, have got it, they're still here. And you know, I'm not I'm not promising any anything that that uh, I can't deliver on. You know, I'm not building any hopes and dreams or painting this this false picture. And, right. You know, the you know, I, I try to tell. You know, we had a we had a young kid that I hired. Uh, um, and you know, we train him on how to do fries. You know. Sure. And he messed up one day. We were here. We had people in the dining room, and you know, he's back there just munching on fries in the kitchen and I'm like hey man you don't, you don't you don't do that you don't eat fries when you're in the kitchen like you have gloves yeah. on you're handling food like that's that's not cool right so he he earned the name french fry that right. day <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we never we never let that uh we never let that die but I like I I looked at this kid and I'm like you know you're young you're wet behind the ears you're 16 years old you have no clue like nobody ever taught him he, no, and that's okay, and, and and but I took this sense of responsibility at that point because he was like one of my first young young hires, sure. and I'm like I, I'm I'm just looking at him like, hey man, I what are your ambitions in life, you know? And of course, the the, the, the most of the time it's like, well, I want to be famous. Oh, oh
1: geez.
0: yeah, that's literally come out of some of these kids' mouths. <laughs> yeah, I just want to like do things and like be famous, and you know. So those you really so want to drive Uber? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I drive Uber. Well, so but but I'm taking the time to to show this kid like look man, I started and I'm no different than you. I'm just older than you and I've made some different decisions to get to where I'm at. But I'm telling this guy, like, you you could you could start as French Fry and and you could redeem yourself and and end up in a year or two become shift supervisor and then operations manager and then leave here and then go you know you could could go anywhere man you don't even have to stay in the restaurant business but utilize this opportunity to gain some skills and some discipline and take this serious more serious than your Fortnite that you're going to play later on tonight and that's (laughs) cool you know like whatever you do in your spare time it's fine but like that's not your life man like you have to realize that things are so much bigger and what you're doing today is going to impact who you are and what you're going to be years from now and you got to think yeah. about that all the time but how do you drill that in a 16 year old experience
1: know, man head you yeah know?
0: yeah so and it's it's tough i look back when i was his age i was doing dumb stuff and thought i knew it all and sure was you know chasing girls and and all the wrong things and and didn't care you know and i, I can hear my dad saying the same crap i'm saying to some of these kids and even my kids you know and i'm just like ah, oh, i wish i were i wish i took that in and I'm sure you've had that yeah. epiphany mm-hmm. too. It's oh, just yeah. like, if I would have just listened, I would have, you know, yeah. so, but we have to keep trying. We, we got to, cause if we're not, you know, it's, it'd be even worse than where, where we are now with, with, I agree with, with, with some of the kids these days and you know,
1: well, I think you're doing a great thing, man. Um, you're, you're hiring people on here and teaching them the right ways, whether they stay here or not. Yeah. And you don't expect them to, you just want nope. them to learn and understand the way the business and uh, man, you're doing a lot of great things in life, dude.
0: Thanks, man. You really I'm are, dude. God, I'm really man. trying.
1: I got so much more respect from you. <laughs> I mean, I respected the hell out of you when I walked into this place, oh, but thanks. now I really respect you. I'm just like, God, man. Thanks, man. Want to hang out with you after church sometime? You know? <laughs> Anytime, so, man. Well, how can they find Gianna's? Um, now, so, let, now, before we go there, yeah, I did Google search it. Okay, and everything but Gianna Cedar Rapids came up. Okay. No kidding. And I'm sure. Because of the tragedy with Kobe Bryant's daughter, oh yeah, and everything, and a lot of that came up first. Yep, I had to type in. I actually down the list. It said Gianna Cedar Rapids. Ah, uh, have you had any, um, anything? You know, a, any setbacks or anything because of that horrible tragedy? Yeah, Ma- the names are, are are very similar.
0: Yeah, well, actually, so uh, when Kobe and his daughter and and everybody that passed in that helicopter crash. Uh, when that happened, I actually had a lot of people that reached out that knew my Gianna mm-hmm. and that story, and it just kind of it reminded them of of the tragedy that we sure, had, yeah. you know, so long ago. And actually, my daughter passed away in, in January too. So um, it just the month that it Weird. happened, and um, it was really sad. I, you know, a couple times I, you know, because I, as a father, as a, you know, as a, a fan of basketball, a, as just you know, even military, being in a helicopter, wondering if it's going to crash, you know, uh, I, I couldn't, I can kind of imagine like those last moments and, and what I would, what I would be doing, you know, with my daughter on that, oh. on that helicopter and and the other families that were there is just like, it's awful, man. But you, you what I saw, what was cool is you, you, it kind of hit a uh, uh, a a soft spot in the world you know granted it's kobe and everybody wants to idolize the stars and you get this outrage of like well 125,000 kids died the same day is anybody crying about that you know like yeah we should but you know like right it's those moments though that you know like some of those tragedies really open people's eyes and you know um, it was amazing to see like a lot of the love that was coming out, um, whether it be social media or just people in general interaction. and um, I, I wouldn't say it impacted us in a bad way at all. I mean, you know, I did get a lot of people, you know, personally reach out I to me. Yeah. They just said, "Hey, man, you know, I'm thinking about you and Gianna, and that whole thing with with Kobe and his daughter is tragic." And oh, that's so you know, crazy. my wife, she's expecting right now, so she was just like, "Thanks, man." Probably another girl. That'd be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you look extremely happy. Yeah, it'd be that. <laughs> it'd
0: be five total if wow. it's if it's another girl. But I'm still, you know, uh, ten fingers, ten toes. That's first. But uh, you know, if we get the boy awesome if not i love girls I, you know i love my girls right and yeah, of uh, course it's 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 all good but uh
1: i just i just wondered about that because uh when i when i pulled it up the other day i was like oh, i didn't even think about that
0: yeah yep. you
1: know and uh you know i just didn't know if you had any feedback from it and you, you answered that for sure and yeah. uh that's crazy because i had no idea about the name and uh the misfortune and and horrible Events that you went through, sure, you know, a long time ago. So, my heart goes out to you, man. Thanks, um, man. You're such a good dude. Thank you. And uh, we should definitely hang out outside yeah. of the podcast and outside of Gianna's sometime, yeah, man. You, for sure. You're awesome. How can they find Gianna's on social media and everything else?
0: Yeah. So, our, uh, our handles are easy. It's just at um, Gianna's Beef, um, G I A N N A S, beef like the cow. Um, and, uh, our website's, uh, Gianna's Um, we're on Instagram and uh, Facebook. Those are really the only two platforms we use, social media wise. Um, yeah, we're we're slowly but surely, you know, getting our name out there. I think word of mouth is the best advertisement. Yep. We are, you know, we've taken advantage of some some local uh, opportunities. The Village, Little Village magazine, yep. and um, you I know, grabbed one of
1: those too because I'm going to contact her about. Uh talking about what we got going on as well so oh
0: yeah I was like, oh, yeah cool. you know anything we can do local yeah. you know we try i mean we're still just one business and, and trying to get trying to sustain that's the biggest thing and you know we get a ton of people that you know that come in and hey you want to donate and you want to and my heart always wants to say yes but it, you know the bank account doesn't doesn't right. say yes so it, you know i got to pick and choose and it's not that i'm pl- playing favorites but i'm going to support the little guy more than you know the the, the big fish sure and, and uh um plus I can't afford the big fish you know marketing half the time really?
1: so <laughs> so your hours are operational is it seven days a week
0: so we're six days a week right now um, however there's we got a good neighbor moving in next door um, I don't know if I'm at liberty to say yet but it's a uh, um, it's a it's an evening function attraction nice. um, nothing that Cedar Rapids has has to offer right now um, and we're, we're probably gonna align our hours more with them for dinner time Oh um, good. So, uh, but right now it's 11 to seven Monday through Thursday, Friday and Saturday, 11 to nine. Um, when we, when we stretch our hours out, it might be like 11 to nine weekdays and then 11 to midnight. So we're always open for lunch. We might dabble on a Sunday and do lunch hour, 11 to three or something. But for the most part, you know, we get a little bit of grief. People say, oh man, you close at seven on the weeknights. If you're downtown Cedar Rapids, you know it's it's ghost town after yeah. you know 6:30, and it, people are trying to make that mad dash. But I think we got it figured out, you know, time timeline wise. And if if we're fighting people to close the door at seven o'clock, we'll change, you yeah, know, we'll change have, it. Yeah. So we'll never turn people away, but we gotta we gotta draw the line at some point, sure. because um, it's expensive to, you know, to run the lights and the gas and everything. Hundred percent. So. Uh, and and they can order on um, Grubhub and Uber Eats? Yep, Grubhub, Uber Eats. You can also order right on our website. It acts just like an app. So you go to com. You're Come prompted to order. Yeah, you can put your name. You can pick a specific time you want your order made. You can order the day in advance. Or oh, wow. Or you can put a corporate luncheon together and have everybody's uh, sandwich labeled and, you know, no mayonnaise and extra onions and whatever you want. Um, we, you know, we can cater to that too. So we're also speaking of catering, we dabble in a little bit of catering as well. We try to stick to on menu. Some, some folks out there know that we'll, we'll do off menu stuff, but we're limited to the kitchen, you know, that, that you, you see to. when you yeah. come in the store. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of controlled chaos, but I, you know, catering was a big part of, of my family. Um, so I, I, it's hard to, It's hard to say no when people are calling and saying they want to spend money on good good food. That's a good problem to have, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You got a lot of good problems right now.
0: I know, I know it, but (laughs) that's so great. I try. My team's always looking at me every time I say the C word. You know, hey, we got a catering today. Uh. They're just like, oh my gosh, is it? If I say on menu, they're happy. But if I say, oh, it's all off menu stuff, and you know, I'm going to be here for the next 14 hours just cranking it out, and they just see me like, what? How? How are you doing? You know, it takes a special person to, you know, to take on stuff like that sometimes. But, um, I love food, man. And, I you know, I love feeding people and, it's great. you know, it's how I get fed, you know, yeah, it, it's it's seriously, it, it's, it's cool, man, to see, see people, uh, come alive, you know.
1: Well, you're doing a great thing here, man. You're doing a lot of great things actually. Thank and, you. And, uh, you have an awesome restaurant, uh, You've got a lot of things in the community you're doing uh, with the church. Um, you have a beautiful family. Thank you, dude. Thanks so much for your time today, dude. My pleasure, man. Oh my gosh, we're gonna have you back here fun. because uh, when we have Young the Lion on uh, coming up here, um, this is episode 49, actually. Nice. And uh, so I'm doing one more. Do you know Les Olhauser?
0: Les Olhauser. Can't say that I do. Okay. Uh, Shane. He's friends with he's Shane and everybody. Yeah. Okay.
1: So he's on here. Um, our uh, He'll be episode 50. Okay. And then we're going to take a little break um, and book for the rest of 2020. Uh, so I might take like six weeks off from doing a podcast. I, I haven't taken time off since we started this in June. Oh, man. So we just started this in June. And oh, my gosh. You've been 50, busy. Jeez. 50 episodes in. So yeah. thanks to all the people who have stuck with us and listened to the GXP podcast. We have Adam Hodges here from uh, Gianna's Italian Beef and also an all-around great freaking dude. <laughs> Thanks, man. We're going to love you, dude. Appreciate it, All right, man. man. Congratulations on everything that you're doing. Thanks again for your time here. And uh, this is the GXP Podcast. We're out.
0: King in your story. I want to know who you are. I want your heart to be for me. Oh, I want you to sing to me softly. Because then I'm out running the dark.